0: Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. My name is Rocky Kanaka, and this is An Animal Saved My Life. Today, we're going to talk to Stephanie about her husky dog, Sierra, and the life-saving power of animal intuition.
1: My name is Stephanie Herfel, and I'm dog mom of Sierra Bell Herfel.
0: How did you and Sierra first meet?
1: was my son's dog. He was in the Air Force, and I tried to be very supportive, but I kind of said, you know, military is not necessarily conducive to having a pet. But he got her when she was a puppy, and then when she was about nine months old, I got the phone call. He was going overseas, and he had a friend that was going to watch her for him until he got back, and then he found out that that friend was going to sell her, To make some money and he had four days before he had to leave and he called me and said mom and I said well if you can get her here I'll take her and then this has to be her forever home because I really feel like it would be hard for her to go back and forth from one environment to another and he had visitation rights for as as much as he wanted
0: (laughs) from what I hear Um, You helping Sierra has been paid back to you maybe 100 times and and then some.
1: Ah, Yes, I would agree more than 100 times, maybe a million times over.
0: (laughs) For all of us out there that cannot see Sierra right now, can you tell us a a little bit about her, what she looks like and what her personality is like?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, Sierra is a black and white Siberian Husky with very, very sharp blue eyes. One eye has a little birthmark in it, so she has a little tinge of brown in one eye. And she is nine years old. She's getting a little gray around the eyes, you can tell, because when she was much younger, the black around her eyes was a little more prominent. i just say she has has permanent eyeliner on. She could do a commercial for Maybelline. She is mostly black on the top and white on the bottom.
0: Sierra is striking to look at, but what makes her especially rare is her intelligent personality.
1: It's hard for me to come up with a singular word that works for her. She's just very kind. She's very intuitive, and she's just amazing. She loves to play. Her favorite thing is to be out in the snow, especially when it's falling. And her favorite toy is a tennis ball, so... <laughs>
0: As Sierra and Stephanie got to know each other, they developed a loving, loyal relationship. But Stephanie didn't know that Sierra had a hidden power.
1: I had Sierra um, going on three years, and then I started to feel not myself. In 2013, I started to notice a significant weight gain. I was going up 50 pounds in less than three months and i kept going to the doctors trying to figure it out finally i had a very sharp pain in my lower pelvic kind of going from my belly button down to my pelvis bone and it doubled me over and plus i had yoga pants and it felt like i wanted to cut the yoga pants off it was just so extremely uncomfortable
0: The pain was so unexpected and intense, Stephanie decided to go to the emergency room.
1: And they had done a scan and had told me that I just had an ovarian cyst and here was some pain medication. And I just felt like, okay, well, this is going to get better. And then if it doesn't, I'll get rechecked. So in the meantime, I went on vacation, came back, and then Sierra did her thing. She and smelled my belly very intently. She just could not leave my belly. And so I kind of pushed her away thinking I had food or crumbs or something. And she was just getting a right. little too personal.
0: Yeah. Cause I know, I know sometimes when I come home, you know, my dog will, will kind of get nosy and sniff my pants. And then I go, Oh, you know what? That's right. I met, I met another dog or maybe I, I, had some Doritos and wiped them off on my jeans or <laughs> something like that. But but it was, it was more intense than that?
1: Yes. And so I just didn't think anything about it. And then she did it twice more. Hmm. And I just kind of the last time I was really not in a bad way, because of course, I'm just spoil my animals no matter what they can do. I just kind of scolded her a little bit for it and said that was naughty. And she then went and hid.
0: When Stephanie first noticed that Sierra was gone, she started to search frantically.
1: I was like panicking as if you lost your small child in the grocery store or the, or Target or anything like that, you know.
0: She looked all over the house and when she didn't find Sierra, she got in the car and started to drive. Still, no luck she came home again.
1: And I was looking a little more deeply in the house and I saw her tail sticking out of the clothes at the bottom of the closet. And when I pushed the clothes open, they say dogs don't cry, but the fur around her eyes were soaking wet and her little eyebrows were so scrunched together it looked like the most worried person on the planet. She was just really... Worried about something. So I checked her and it wasn't her. So, in light of the recent events with all the medical issues and no one being able to find anything and the ovarian cyst, I decided to give a follow up and I was diagnosed with stage 3C ovarian cancer. Sierra had sniffed out my ovarian cancer. Wow. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for what she did. That was the first time I really recognized who she was, how smart she was. That was my, I guess, aha moment because she tried to communicate with me once, putting her nose on my belly. Right. And I wasn't listening, so she found another way to communicate with me. It's incredible. It's it's incredible. It's It's just incredible.
0: Okay. So walk me through that journey. What happened after you found out that you had cancer? What, what process or healing process did you go through?
1: Well, first of all, I had to go into surgery right away. And then chemotherapy very quickly after surgery with only a couple weeks of recovering. So it was actually a little bit of a whirlwind. And I didn't really have that much time to stop and really realize what she had done.
0: And it wouldn't be the last time Sierra came to the rescue.
1: About a year and a half later, I, I was 4th of July weekend, I'll never forget, and I was up in the north woods of Wisconsin on long weekend, and she was just running and having a good old time, playing outside the first day, and then the second day, she went and hid in an upstairs loft. It, all the way in the back of the closet. Hmm. And so I was like telling all of the people I was with that, oh my gosh, my cancer might be back. And, and they're like, no, it's just a new place. And I'm like, well, this is what she did the first time. And they're like, you know, I, I believe that people can be skeptical. You know, it's, it's a hard thing to actually believe.
0: By now, Stephanie knew to listen to Sierra. She called her oncologist.
1: And so when I had my scan done... There was an area of suspicion on my liver, but they couldn't call it because it was so small. And then in three months, we rescanned, and it had grown. And then we did a biopsy and it was the can- ovarian cancer had returned on my liver. Wow.
0: And she knew, even when you were in a different location, she knew how to signal.
1: She knew. Yeah, she knew.
0: Unfortunately, that wasn't the end of Stephanie's journey with cancer. Ovarian cancer is very difficult to beat. If it comes back, it will continue coming back. But with Sierra, Stephanie was able to keep it in check.
1: If it wasn't for her, like I said, I wouldn't be here today because I wouldn't have thought of any reason to get a follow-up.
0: And because Sierra helped Stephanie catch the cancer reoccurrences early, her treatments weren't as invasive as they might've been.
1: I was able to do a liver ablation where just microwave it off your liver. I didn't have to do traditional chemotherapy again. And I went back in remission, you know, doing my back-to-life program after chemotherapy, trying to work out, got a little side job at, as a church secretary. Oh, uh, yeah, Yeah, and, and was a cheerleading coach for the local high school for a little bit. Okay. Um, just to try and get things back into what I, you know, energy back and different things like that and sierra hid again
0: so she she has figured out a way to communicate with you when there's an emergency situation uh you having cancer by hiding so that she gets your attention because you have to come find her and you have to pay attention to her
1: yes that's correct that's what she does now Hiding anytime my cancer reoccurs because that's what I listen to. And another interesting fact is that she won't kiss me when my cancer is active, and I I believe it's because she can smell it through my breath. And when my cancer is not active, I get my face washed, and boy, do I let her wash my face!
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it is a it is a truly sweet kiss.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I waited, and again, it was discovered after biopsy that the ovarian cancer had returned. Wow! At this point, I was able to do a clinical trial, and my cancer went into complete remission on oral therapy for almost three years.
0: Do you remember any particular bad days when Sierra helped you feel better?
1: She helps me feel better every day. I had a moment where I actually considered taking my own life. I felt as if I was such in a dark place. um, And it was, I just had a moment where I just looked at her and I just said, well, I can't leave you. And from that moment forward, I've never been in a dark place since because she's given me the courage to do what I need to do to be on the planet and she gives me the love that I needed at the time when I felt very lonely.
0: How would Sierra help take care of you when you were sick?
1: Sierra turned into a nurse. She laid on the bed. She always lays between me and an exit when I'm in treatment. I would have to hand feed her sometimes because she wouldn't leave the room when I was going through Um, chemotherapy and so she just was I just call her my little nurse when I'm not feeling well
0: Sierra was extremely sensitive to the state of Stephanie's health
1: on my first diagnosis um when I came home from the hospital after my surgery Sierra actually had a seizure she was exhausted probably had not slept or eaten since I was in the hospital Hmm. So I discovered as I was going through chemotherapy that she would have a seizure every single time I came home from the hospital. Oh, no. And if I changed my clothes right away when I came home from the hospital, then she wouldn't have a seizure.
0: So you think it was something from the chemotherapy?
1: I think it was the smell of the hospital.
0: It was too much for her.
1: It was too much for her. It's hard for me to watch her work so hard sometimes. And sometimes I just hold up her little face and tell her it's okay to just enjoy today you know and and she does she 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 listens she'll when my husband and I are having conversations in the evening she'll sit there and she'll look at me when I'm talking and she'll look at him when he's talking she's so intentful i mean she could probably you know hold a mindfulness class on how intentful she is <laughs> when my cancer is not active sierra is just a normal back to normal dog she is outside she's playing with her tennis ball she is wallowing on her back with her feet in the air which is quite <laughs> funny because Cute. she has long legs and <laughs> <laughs> so she she's just back to not being in charge I think when I'm sick, I think she's always in charge. I think she's always in charge every day, but she's allowed to not be she's allowed to be herself when I'm in remission.
0: That's great. okay, here's a question for you. You went through all the all these challenges and medical procedures and met with all these doctors. Uh, did your doctors ever start to trust Sierra?
1: Yes. So my oncologist at the um, University of Wisconsin Hospital practically immediately believed what Sierra was doing and actually went and did a little research on his own. And um, the research that he found was that it's not breed specific, but if a dog can pick up the scent, they're up to 98% accurate. So my oncology gynecologist is always asking how is Sierra doing. It's usually my first question if I go into a follow up appointment how Sierra doing. And and he's just very a huge proponent for what she's done for me and actually what she's doing really she's changing the medical world. Every oncologist in that clinic that I go to knows about her and I know that if someone came into their office asking and and saying something weird is going on with my animals, I really feel like something's wrong with me. They're not going to blink an eye about it. She's opening up a, a mindset in a world that allows doctors to be in tune with patients who might bring the same information. She is just making it Real for people, or making it where people have been afraid to tell their doctors, and because of my openness about it, they're not so afraid to do that.
0: Sierra obviously has a built-in cancer sensor, and she just knows. Um, is that she just knows? Just with you, or has she ever detected any problems in other people?
1: Um, I have a couple stories. She has smelled it on another person. I had a friend, Dusty, who was diagnosed with actually stage 4 ovarian cancer, and she is no longer with us. And she came to my house for lunch one day, and she had it situated where her right ovary had pushed all the way over to her left side. And when she met Sierra, Sierra kind of is looking at her, and then came over and put her nose exactly where her tumor was. And that's when my friend said, I don't think my cancer's gone. And it wasn't. And then she passed away about three months after that.
0: Stephanie also had a friend with cancer who Sierra would usually stay away from because Sierra hated the smell of cancer.
1: And she had to go to a clinical trial um, which is a lot of times the last option for women or any, anybody of cancer is to get into clinical trials because the standard form of therapy is not working. So it's sometimes good to get into a clinical trial to try something else to see if it will work. So she did this trial and she came to the house and Sierra came over and smelled her intently, all over her face, her mouth, her breath, and did it more than a couple times. And she has never given my friend this type of attention. And so I thought about it for a couple days, and I texted her, and I said, you know, I think that your trial worked because Sierra is really smelling you because something you smell different. She doesn't smell your cancer. And she called me and she was crying and she said, I just walked out of the doctor's office and got my scan results and everything is going in the right direction.
0: For Stephanie, unfortunately, Sierra's cancer radar kept going off, even after a stretch of radiation treatment.
1: Sierra never stopped hiding. So... When I went into my follow-up appointment, I just said, you know, Sierra's still hiding. I think something's wrong. And we did a CAT scan and we couldn't see anything, and so they immediately ordered a PET scan, which I laugh because I tell them I have a PET scan at home. (laughs) You do. And um, there were two spots still remaining that they couldn't see on a scan. And so I'm currently in treatment, but it's once a month. I only have about four days. I, I give myself four days of uh, downtime, and then I'm just back to myself and doing things and living and loving life. I just, you know, I can't express to people um, more heartily than to enjoy your moments and, and live your moments. and and love your animal because you just don't know what they're capable of doing. It might be weird for people to hear, but I am the happiest I've ever been in my life, even though I battle cancer daily. I am just, have joy and peace in my life. And she gave me that. She gave me the fact that I could just trust what she's doing and she's watching out for me so I don't really worry about what's next I just don't I live in the moment I first time in my life that I've done that is in the last seven years and I would not have that if it wasn't for her
0: if Sierra could understand 100% of what you were saying what would you say to her
1: I would tell her how grateful I am for her presence. I would tell her how beautiful she is. I would tell her it's okay. You can be a dog more often than you might try to be. I can tell her that daddy's got the rain sometimes and she doesn't always have to be on watch. And I would tell her that she gave me a gift of life and she's allowed our story to be impactful enough that if we just change one person's life, you know, we're all in. And I would tell her she's the star and I'm her spokesperson because it's what she does that is truly incredible.
0: What would she say to you?
1: Mommy, I love you. I'm here for you. I got this. I'm not going to give daddy the reins all the time because this is my job. And can I just sleep in a little more sometimes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, <laughs>
1: Oh, and more treats. And more, more treats, more treats.
0: treats. yeah. <laughs> well, that's in her retainer now, I'm sure.
1: Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> you can follow Sierra Stephanie on their Instagram page, at Sierra Save Steph, or their website with the same name. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more unbelievable stories on An Animal save My Life.